0: You're listening to Taboo, the podcast dedicated to exploring the taboos that make life interesting. I'm Cathy Burke. I'm Terry McInerney. And this episode's Taboo is Role Play. Mm
1: -hmm. If there's a shame inside of you Or you seek another
0: Must to undo.
1: So let's start with this week's taboo. The show is called
0: Taboo. Bum-chick, bum-chick. <laughs> My born intro song. Yeah, we Very decided to do a sexy, sexy. one this week because our, well, like last week was marriage, but. It wasn't. We're like, no, let's bring it back dirty for one more episode, and then we'll go back to uh, another non-dirty topic. I think it's good to juggle between the two, so we're not known for it us being like <laughs> juggle the dirty balls, yeah, good and tell some balls. For it, it is International Men's Day, so
1: oh, it what really is that a thing? Is that every day?
0: <laughs> I expected your voice to do something like that.
1: <laughs> so we just go really high. <laughs> Um, well no I suppose is it things to like talk about like men's cancer and stuff like that
0: which is always good like things that they don't focus on Yeah check the balls and check your mental health I think the other two um, yeah. that everyone's talking about But oh my god actually speaking to... <laughs> off on a tangent already but this yeah. is good good men news um, since it is International Men's Day So I have I don't know if you've seen my signet ring before um it's like a gold one with a like cat it's the burke um family emblem and my dad gave it to me for my 21st birthday so i think it was his but he just doesn't my dad doesn't wear jewelry Mm -hmm. so he gave it to me and i love it and i started wearing it loads recently but it's much too big for my hand Mm -hmm. so i oh instead of getting it resized i just had been wearing little rings like you were saying actually little rings kind of over you know to keep the big ring on yeah like little small rings anyway one day last week I was going out to the shop and I was putting on my coat and my ring was in the pocket so I was like throw it on and just literally like I went to the shop came back and the ring was gone and oh, I'd lost no. it and I was like fucking so annoyed myself I went so I did some detective work right so i went to <laughs> the I went to the supermarket put on my and outfit then, firstly obviously <laughs> <laughs> sexy Sherlock kind of works role play Let's get into this. Oh yeah, true. So I dressed up as Sherlock Holmes with Garneter <laughs> Belt. Um yes. went so i went to the Albert Hine to get like some dinner and then I'd went to the coffee shop to get um some dessert. And I was <laughs> So <laughs> I leaving went the
1: fucking life. That's <laughs> yeah. what you're doing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but so I went back to the coffee shop and I was like, Hey, did I leave a ring in here? And he's like, No. And as I was leaving, he was like, But you weren't wearing a ring when you came in here. And I was like, how do you know? And he said, because I saw, I read on your hand, your, your hand tattoo. I saw that it said care on it. So like, oh. you wouldn't have seen that if I had a ring on. So like, good detective work, Mr. Coffeeshop. He's Coffee nice, shop. Good, solid yeah.
1: bit, bit character. I thought the exactly. sexy rendezvous, rendezvous, fair enough, next.
0: Good, good player. Second player was the lady from Albert Heine who also, she couldn't find the ring. She found a wedding ring. I was like, didn't oh. take it. So I'm a good Samaritan. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> that would have been... Horrible. It's a good <laughs> and, like, ending to the, the story.
1: Perfect version of karma. Lose your ring, steal someone else's. Just steal ring. Someone else's Always ring. ends up well. That would have ended up great for you.
0: But I and I'd put up stuff online, I was like searching on Twitter like gold ring in Dutch to see if anybody like <laughs> tweeted about why the gold ring. Anyway, I'd given up on it. I was like really depressed about it. And then this morning Aki was taking out to bins and he found my ring in the bin. Like in the recycling oh, my- bin. And I don't, like it was obviously fell out as I put my hand into like get, Or put some rubbish in the bin and I just fell off my hand But this is a testament to me not taking the bins out as often as I <sighs> should Because they, it would have been gone Like I
1: am, I am embarrassed about how gendered our bin taking out is um, As Amy and my sister-in-law says, she literally is like I don't know where the bins are I will find out where the bins are The bins leave, they never come back
0: so. yeah the bin touching the bin is just not i'll, I'll do the recycling do it's only touching the heavy smelly one <laughs> and i have to go down three flights of stairs as you know
1: well yeah and also your stairs honestly on the way like down and back up the last stair like your steps are vertical mm-hmm. so you are nose to nose with that bin if you're small right like, you are you are spooning the bin on the way yeah. down whereas hacky's got the height you know
0: i mean <laughs> he has he has a few inches on me, but he's not. It's he's a not technical be... glitch. The only reason. He's not like Stephen Merchant going down the stairs. <laughs> covered in bins. Anyway, so that's my, um, I don't know how I thought it was International Men's Day. It's just because of my dad's ring. And I was like, oh, that's nice that I found my dad's ring today.
1: That is lovely. That is really, really nice. I yeah. have um, a charm bracelet that my mom, my mom wore for years that my dad kind of had bought charms for her and he had charms from when um like he went to philadelphia to work when he was like 18 or 19 and all this kind of stuff and i lost that because it had a faulty catch
0: and mm. i wore
1: it even though i knew it was faulty that's the annoying thing you're like i could have just got it fixed and out of everything everything like there's a couple of things i've lost that well very few actually i don't like i'm relatively when i was younger i was bad with jewelry but now i'm pretty good at jewelry but I have to say that really I will all, I've will. always thought about it and I've always regretted about it because oh. it was like 25 years of history and each charm was bought by a different oh. person and I knew the story of each charm.
0: That's the worst thing. It's just a sentimental thing like of course like when I lost the ring and Aki, I was getting really upset and Aki was like look don't worry your dad's not mad wouldn't be mad that you lost his presence you know and We'll get you a new ring we'll get one exactly the same made but i was like it's not that's not the point (laughs) the point is it's the ring
1: i also i get very very um emotionally attached to objects like i have certain things that i've brought around with me all over the world just like one random piece of wood i got in the colorado (laughs) river or like these kind of things that like i i will always have them with me very little it's not like a huge amount but like and apparently So a lot of the objects that were brought in when they did like live collecting, they did this thing open call for um in 1916 where they looked, they said to everyone or like around 1919, everyone who has anything got to do with the rising or the rebellion, bring your objects into the museum and the museum will look after them. And it was like really groundbreaking stuff at the time. But apparently women tended to keep um, women more so tended to keep these objects. So like they have Michael Collins slippers which are badass, oh. which are like these fabulous wolf slippers. Like made like, of made of wolf? No, they're like, they've got little embroidered wolves on the oh. front of them. Oh my God, <laughs> amazing. Or like we've got someone's toothbrush. Things like this where landladies and people who knew people and all this kind of That's stuff held on to these objects. And they do say it is more likely for women to do that.
0: I'm very sentimental when it comes to objects. Like I, last year when I moved here and I had to get rid of all my stuff, like, you know, I, I really like whittled my possessions into very few things um the amount of shit that I'd, I'd had I I'd just boxes and boxes of stuff mm-hmm. that I kept for like very bizarre reasons like this is like I threw them all out because I mean it's trash that I was keeping but like the things that I kept there was one thing that was like um some sweet box and it was like a, some sweets. It's like Smarties or something like Skittles or something like a, a, one of those tubes. And I kept it because like some lad I fancied when I was 14 gave me some fucking Skittles. And I kept the, the, this thing. And I had it. And I'm like 28 years old. I like, throw out the fucking the rubbish. I, I got rid of it.
1: I love that. Hold on. What? So what are the things you kept? What would you say are your like top I just kept sentimental bad boys? Oh,
0: I just kept photographs um from oh, yeah, yeah. that those boxes because lots of them were just receipts or like ticket stubs and stuff that like if I was to display them or you know put them in a good scrapbook it mm-hmm. would be nice but i just uh, i know i wouldn't do that looking around i do have lots of things that i keep sentimental so i have my teddy bear lammy which was yes. the lamb, the teddy i got when i was born mm-hmm. or my mom got when I, um when she was in hospital so i have lammy Who's uh twenty nine now, and Doesn't this ring a day over twelve? <laughs> fucking the dog got to us, so there's some <laughs> wonky stitching Man all he's over fucking it. Terrifying! He's yeah. a zombie lamb. Yeah, there's lots of black string going through. Um, this ring, the the signet ring. Um, and then there's some like little presents and things, like the Mick Minogue, um, yes. George Costanza statue. Oh, so good. Um, our Homer, we actually use it for the first time. Our Homer, uh, pipe that we got oh, you know, yeah, ceramic yeah. homer pipe um just like lots of cute little things like that um I mean and obviously all the artwork that we have but like that's yeah, the I stuff that I actually
1: artwork like. is some of my more se- sentimental stuff definitely it's the stuff I bring with me everywhere like
0: that's it like you can't get rid of art I think that's like sacrilegious surely
1: yeah at some stage we'll probably have to make that choice because it's just fucking building
0: up <laughs> oh man speaking of art we haven't even started on roleplay yet, <laughs> shit. Okay, speaking of Arthur, this is the last thing I'll say off topic. Yeah. Um, fucking, you know Frankie Muniz from uh, Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. The actor from Malcolm in the Middle. He tweeted there during the week, and this is so shit. He was away um, on vacation or something for a couple of weeks, and he left his cat in the house by itself. So, oh, like, you know, cats.
1: Did he have a cat sitter?
0: He must have had someone coming in to feed it. Yeah. Right. But he came back from his holiday and the cat had turned on a tap and his four story brownstone was all flooded and all the shit is ruined. Like he said, there's like three feet of water on every floor that is like from his cat turning on a tap.
1: Ah, here. Like then he definitely just left the cat in there. And if so, he deserves it. (laughs) (laughs) The cat was just gaining his fucking revenge.
0: Because I was thinking that now, (laughs) this doesn't add up if you had a cat sitter. No, uh, they so would have seen left the tap on. Cat in
1: there for a yeah. week, fuck that. Cats can't deal with that kind of shit.
0: Maybe the cat was fucking exactly fuck you, Frankie Yeah, maybe. But I mean, yeah. I felt bad when he said that all his art was ruined.
1: No, I No, no, that is shit. That is so shit. And actually, <laughs> to be fair, like seeing all the like fires and stuff, like that's something oh, we completely take for granted in God, Ireland.
0: We Harry, actually have it's so scary.
1: We we have so little. Like I know we have had we have had fires and we have had flooding and we have had damage. Definitely. So I know, like, sitting in Dublin, it's like, oh, very easy to say we don't have extremes. But, like, extremes like that, yeah. do you know what I mean? Where it's, like, these massive fires where, like, 60 people die in the mountains. Like, it's just terrifying.
0: There's still a thousand people missing.
1: Oh, my God.
0: They're like, oh, if like, if you're one of the people, there's a list online. Go check it. If your name's on it, like, call us and let us know. Where you are, or if like you only your family members, like let us know where they are, because they don't like they don't know where everyone is. Yeah. So and fucked. It,
1: also, it scares me a little bit because I was trying to I was trying to think about this and think about if this creeped me out or not. The fact that like say if you're super rich, so all these people are fucking dying, right? Yeah. But then you've got people who you can hire private firefighters.
0: Oh, I which, read about that. Isn't that Kenya? did that.
1: Yeah. Well, like I'm sure lots of them did. Like, in fairness, their houses are worth. Billions, whatever yeah like, exactly yeah is there not should there not be a level of is it not like an emergency should it not be all hands on deck
0: right like they're getting fucking convicts and all uh, all inmates are doing lots of uh, voluntary firework like surely they shouldn't it's very unethical basically for the firemen to be for hire they should just mm. be if they're if you're a fireman and you have the equipment don't be for hire. like that's it's an emergency situation
1: but, like, you know why it is. They probably don't pay them enough. It's probably super dangerous. But I feel oh, like if that's the case yeah. with the government, not just turn around and say, okay, what's your rights? We're going to pay you. And yeah. you come in and fucking help save these schools. Do you know what it's, I mean? Oh, it's No. Mad. Oh, it's fucked. It's fucked. Yeah. That's, now. Anyway. Yeah, role <laughs> play. I actually. <laughs> yeah, say, go I'll, I'll just say. I, no, I really enjoy doing role play because there's. Roleplay can't really do the history
0: of. Yeah, actually, there were, when I looked up online, there's no history. It's kind of just out there. It's just whatever you want to make of it, which mm-hmm. I kind of found really interesting. But there was lots. There's so many different scenarios. But I yes. have had my mind opened to some of these things.
1: Definitely. And I find it quite an enjoyable topic to research because it's like, so history wise, just really quickly. So we'll get this out it. of the way. Like we do have, um, and definitely role play and like fantasy is something that is accepted now, but 50 years ago would have been seen as sexual deviance.
0: Yeah, it's so accepted now. Yeah. Like it's just kind of vanilla now.
1: Yeah, it's vanilla now. So like, well, certain things are vanilla, which can we just talk about that, right? Why Mm -hmm. is like teacher and student vanilla, but like BDMS is not vanilla?
0: Oh, yeah, like there is so many um, age play things that I've like the student and teacher thing. That's like the most uh, general and kind of Mm -hmm. normalized one. Student, like, but when you think about it, 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 you know, it's there's so many. uh, It's also a power play. It's kind of hard to put into into words how I felt reading about someone. I mean, yeah, they're all okay if you're both you're both adults.
1: Well, like, but it's also, I so get the student teacher thing, right? So when are you like most kind of going through your horny, confused, strange stage? It's when you're fucking in puberty. And like you get that one hot teacher. <laughs> so, like, I would just hate you're...
0: to be the person who had to pretend to be the teacher. <laughs> yeah. No offense to teachers, listening, But like surely being the student is the funner role to play than like, okay, I'm the teacher. No, <laughs> I don't fun. know. The teacher's fine. The teacher can be a dickhead. I'm into that. who was your hot teacher
1: oh my god i think i told you about this so we had this guy mr simpson he was not hot and he was not someone i had any uh fantasies about but he did he had these massive nostrils and he was the only young guy in our school i told you about this he came into one of our assemblies once and shout out to any of the uh people i went to school with listening to listening to this you'll remember this and everyone started like we did we used to do this play where we do impressions of the teachers and it Amazing. was like quite forward thinking where you'd like all dress up as the teachers and you'd all take the piss out the teachers but he came into the assembly and everyone started like wolf whistling and suddenly there were 600 girls like wolf whistling oh at God. him and like <laughs> if you reversed the genders like and like when it was happening i was like, <laughs> like did he like it? it? funniest thing no he looked terrified he mortified, yeah he, looked like he was gonna be ripped limb from limb like teenage girls terrible.
0: are very like yeah that they, they know how to use their power <laughs> like to make you feel ridiculed uh,
1: i don't even think we knew what we were doing that's the problem but like i remember the whole time sitting there and people sitting there and being like saying oh does does you does have boner like can you see a boner can you see a boner no it's
0: did not anyone you for boner <laughs> uh, is there oh, any oh. one time we're just like please don't get a boner <laughs>
1: yeah please but I definitely I do definitely get like there was definitely hot people in authority positions like I'm so down for that especially mm. and I get the age thing because I never think it's actually about being that age I think it's remembering that time is exciting I, I it's never about the age I think it's more yeah, about so- the actual experiences
0: it was the age thing Yeah that originally So when I was looking up Like okay what How will I like I wanted to like learn About the different types Of role play that people do And especially when I'm looking up For the second opinion For the For the You know the second opinion Section later mm-hmm. um, The amount Of Ones that I kept finding That were Incest based And like my wife Wants me to pretend To be my dad Or her I mean her dad And like Or like you know Brother sister Role play And like that stuff and I know the people in their relationships and no judgement people do this stuff but it just squeaks me out like it does it squeaks yeah. me out and same it, with the one that is there's lots of actually this is interesting let me know what you think loads and loads of rape fantasies yes that's well, a hard one to navigate for some for someone to say definitely. I want to do a rape fantasy yeah. how do you navigate that
1: Yeah, like I, I, I think the incest thing is well, firstly, the incest thing is really interesting because it's just, it keeps getting more and more popular.
0: Oh yeah, and so you, popular like, nowadays. You know,
1: if you look at RedTube, it's just every second video is my brother, my sister, my dad, my mom. Yeah. Well, not my mom. Be <laughs> <good>. My mom. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> my <porn>. mom. <laughs> um, and I just wonder, I wonder if this is something where people have moved on so it's almost like a trend, and I know that sounds mad, but you know the way it's like. Teacher was a trend. Teen was a t- trend. This is a trend. There will be another trend. I guess yeah, wonder... what I'm
0: wondering, yeah, because I surely it can't be the way that like human sexuality is evolving. It just must be a yeah like a cyber trend.
1: Not even a cyber trend, but it's almost like you're pushing yourselves so. People are turned off, turned on by things that are like a little bit wrong and that set off like a weird thing in the back of their head. That's like, I need to look at this. I don't know why. It's, it's almost like this. Well, I feel like a lot of people are. And I think that's the thing about fantasy is it's never actually the reality.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly.
1: So if it is when I say it's a trend, it might not just be a cyber, cyber trend. It might just be that. So what were they saying? You know, the way in Japan, I read an article about this and how Japan they have actually so role playing where or at least where the schoolgirls have actually been sexualized to a very high degree, where unfortunately that has kind of crossed over and they do have a high instances of kind of groping and stuff on trains. Yeah. And where they've actually have sexualized some like a particular thing Really, like a particular icon or whatever it recommends they've like their costume in, yeah, yeah they've turned this into the into almost a real life role play but then the article was saying that it was because it was such a repressed um society that there's this whole thing of kind of innocence and control and it's always like the dirty old man and that is a reoccurring theme in a lot of their porn and this whole idea of forced but is that because everyone wants to see forced you know forced sex or is it because they're in a society where they're constantly told it? you know there's a a repression in so it's really you can have a lot of things about sex on like literally on shelves right in front of you like you can have hentai that is absolutely filthy but sexuality you see like penises and vaginas blurred in porn so it's this Mm -hmm. weird kind of double standard and is that why that is the thing that appears or is trendy or is important within their society or the thing that turns people on. Do you know yeah, what so I'm
0: Yeah, so the reason that, you know, incest might be a new might be a trending thing is because it is such a taboo. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, it is it, I mean it is. It's
1: it completely is. Yeah. And I think if you ask the majority of people, so I would say if you sat like 20 people down, maybe Five of them have clicked onto a video or read something they shouldn't have got to do with incest. But if you sat those 20 people down and said, would you ever consider anything yeah, exactly. got to do with incest? They'd be like, fucking no.
0: Yeah, And that's exactly, that's yeah. why
1: that's why it really scares me. And I, I do want to talk a little bit about kind of the role play side of things and how um, we still are in a society. Like, especially there was that prick from America. Do you remember? Was it from New York? Hold on. I have, I have written him down. Sorry. So he's a governor. He's the guy in New York who actually um, brought Weinstein to court. Oh, Um, okay. And he was like a really outspoken guy about the Me Too movement. And then, yeah, he was the government. Yeah, he was. And he was basically completely like supported Me Too, brought Weinstein to court and then was brought to court by four of his ex-partners who said that they kind of, he was abusive and he beat them up. Oh my God. During sex. And then he said, no, it was um, BDSM.
0: Well, I mean, see, that's yeah. Well, if they didn't know that it was BDSM, then it's not BDSM, surely. Like, if see, they, he's using role play as an excuse for
1: yes, his and, actual but, personality. Exactly, and then like in the eighties, when anyone found out you did anything weird that was sex, like sex driven, like do you remember those the Satanic panic, panic where the lesbians who ran like a daycare were put in fucking prison just because they were slightly different. So like, there's a definite. That's I. I think that's a really interesting side of role play, which is people role play things that they would never do. But so if somebody if somebody is found guilty of a crime or is doing something and then they they've role played it,
0: yeah. How um, how do
1: you find out? Do you say okay? Well, no, that's something you wanted to do.
0: That's so that's so interesting to say that, that? because. Yeah, when I, that's, so I hear about people dressing up, you know, of whatever you want to dress up as, even if it's like, just like uniforms or, you know, age play or, if, you know, if you're a furry or whatever. Does furry, does furry count as um role yeah. play? Yeah. Well, are they,
1: well, no, because some of them aren't sex driven, right? are they? they
0: just like
1: the... No, uh, not well, all of them are.
0: Some people do. Yeah. That's something I need to look more into as furries, because yeah. I know that a lot of people... Uh, and the in their community will say that they don't think of being a furry as a sexual thing at all, but then some people obviously do, so it's like well, I don't know it's hard to it's hard to pin them down those furries but um those so people like all that stuff i can I understand that and like it's whatever it's you know, sexual and it's exciting and it's fun but then there is someone that, that cross over where there was, was this one story a person wrote in for the advice column saying like my wife. Wants me to dress up as her dad and, like, that's where I'm like, what, like, and you know, and have forcible sex with her, and that's when Dressed you're like, what's What's real life? Her dad, like, yeah. In, oh, oh, like God. Ted. She was like, he's like, uh, she calls me Ted, which is her dad's name. Oh, fuck. So that, that's when you're like, okay, that's what do you do? Because what is reality in that situation? Well, you I know? think that's, slightly, that's such I a specific like situation. really though.
1: different. But yeah. I again, I know that people. Uh, to me that's really different because that is a specific person yeah yeah true surely a part of the fantasy or the fun part is when you're like oh we're strangers or there's a a power dynamic and then it's like you're both you but you're inhabiting a different role so you're allowed these moments of like freedom but you're also comfortable to be yourself Whereas when you're told you're fucking Ted, like...
0: Yeah, exactly. That's actually, you're right. That's the distinction. Because you don't get to create your character. You're just fucking... You have have to be her dad. And you have to, like, meet him probably at Thanksgiving. And it's so (laughs) awkward.
1: Ted's Thanksgiving. (laughs) Christmas card. That's a very different thing. But, like, the other Mm. side of that, and a genuine conversation is... uh, And it's terrible, but I'd be like, did something happen? Like, why is that...
0: That's why he was asking so him this advice and He was like, do you reckon she's been abused? And they were like, ask your wife that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like that, because that's the whole kind of role play thing. And I think it's really, it's something to consider that um, we, so normally when you were kind of, you know, 150 years ago, you role played, you role played with costumes or whatever it might be. But a lot of people role play every time they look at porn because they're inhabiting the role they're watching, right? oh okay yeah so say for for example you you role play at home and then you role play in the porn you watch and you role play in something else that you do right and then like 20 years down the line somebody finds out about your internet search history which to be fair we all know that's going to be like open knowledge in five years right there's going to be some fucking app that allows people to just trawl through your shit there's just no way we're going to be able to hide that and everyone's just going to realise how disgusting we all are
0: I just got really scared all of a sudden (laughs) I, uh, <laughs> I feel like if we're, if, if we're all out in the open then like I'm totally not gonna be the worst one that'd be fine
1: I know I like I but I think that's another thing that people don't really accept about humans in general is that like well maybe I, I just don't know I know from talking to my friends and talking to people that we're just not turned on by the easy things I think we're turned on by so many other so that's many true. fucking things I mean turned on by something whether it be fantasy in fantasy is so different to reality it's so different which is why I find role-playing so interesting because now you can like have communities where you can like fucking log in and be that person you can have like amazing costumes you can go meet up places and it can still have this weird sexual like not weird sorry kink shame it can have like (laughs) a sexual backstory to it so like you can role play within your own house you can role play within your own fucking computer You can both role play in the real world, like it's. That's very true, actually,
0: and that's that's probably the whole fun thing about it is just like getting it's like playing, but like you're grown up.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, it's like the chance to just use your imagination for a bit, and like not have to be in your head um, as much. No, I'm not saying that now because I don't really, I don't really know too much about it because I'm not like very well versed in role playing. I don't have like a, a wardrobe full of costumes or anything like that. Um so but it's something that like really intrigues me and it's a. Uh, and I'm only I'm looking up all these different like different scenarios that's like, on the Wikipedia page and I'm, like interesting.
1: Some of them are so funny.
0: Owner like and inanimate object was my favourite one. <laughs> yes. Such it's as like the bottom being human piece... furniture. <laughs> I'm no, again, not king shaming anybody who And also Pony going also out with a furniture designer. I mean I could do this. <laughs> I could be a, I could be a chair.
1: Sorry I could so imagine that Him oiling you up
0: <laughs> Varnish
1: <laughs> Taking out the sandpaper No
0: <laughs> Stop <laughs> uh, that, Actually I clicked into that one Because I was like Tell me more <laughs> About this Owner into an animal object one And the picture Because like You know they kind of have to use Royalty free pictures And there was just a picture of a woman And she's like tied up into a Kind of a big Kind of a frame And she's tied into it and it says, the caption is like, this woman is uh, serving as both a tray and a light stand. <laughs> <laughs> like she had like a little tray on her chest with like a can of beer on it. <laughs> so, so light stand slash tray. Roll play.
1: Oh, well, like I I can, I, I so get that. I so get that. I'm not saying I've got a dress up That was fucking chair.
0: you on that picture. It was me.
1: But like, I, I can see that. <clears> yeah so like you know the way we talk about like enjoying every stage or like enjoying the journey right Mm -hmm. so we're both in monogamous long-term uh relationships so you know we're having a great time we're young we're um riding rings around yourselves having a great time right 10 years down the line maybe you need to be a fucking chair
0: you know you know what Maybe you do. totally right actually (laughs) no because (laughs) after yeah we've been we've been together eight years what about 28 years like they can't just do this have the same ride every time you you know but then also you might
1: need you might need to do it less like i feel as though like your kind of regularity does decrease so do Mm. you turn around and does it just get every fucking like does it you get say okay well every so often it's just you know a little bit of a dirty wank and then you have these fucking mad elaborate
0: (laughs) that's totally like let's just We're not gonna have sex that often, so let's just like make it a big production. I think that's kinda fun. It's like let's just like like get a set, you know, do like I want like a character backstory.
1: I am not doing this without my wind machine. I'm not And I want the snow machine. Turn on the snow machine.
0: Yeah, you be Santa, I'll be Rudolph.
1: (laughs) I'm the sleigh, actually.
0: Oh actually that's, that's one thing That Dan Savage always gives out about Is like why do people try to do Like sexy Christmas things Like Christmas is not sexy
1: <laughs> You know you're just so full of food the whole time Yeah
0: and if you're hanging out with your family It's <laughs> not but, sexy in time
1: I don't know the one thing I will say about uh, Christmas which I love and I do think it's very sexy Is it's cold So like it's constantly Like oh I'm freezing I'm freezing a spoon, And then that escalates you know so for me like winter is definitely a sexier time than summer. In summer, I'm like, get the fuck away, from don't come near me. I'm too True. warm. True. Yeah, we so, actually like, did
0: say that this year when it was so hot in Amsterdam. And we we're just like, it's so it sucks that it's so hot because like we can't even like spoon because like no, yeah. stay away from me. It's so hot. Like it was it, ro- it was so hot. So yeah, you're right. It's better to cuddle it in winter.
1: But it goes from being like so you go in winter where you're like this amazing thing that keeps you warm and you're like oh my god I'm so cozy I'm so warm to summer being like why are you here? Yeah. Why are you in my bed?
0: Yeah, you're adding extra degrees to the room, which are Fuck breath
1: oh. <laughs> Stop with your warmness.
0: Yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah, winter is sexy. It is. But um, yeah, like sexy Santa costumes. Just don't do it for me. No. Well. Do I oh. Have? Oh. Yeah. Wasn't that a thing in Friends where like where Monica and Sa- Chandler had sex when he was dressed up as Santa? Yes. There was an episode. I mean, actually, yeah, th- yeah. I can see it. I do like. No. I would say more. I can more see it there. for Chan- for Chandler because I think it's like a funny Santa.
1: Yeah, like I'd be very se- uh selfish and be more into the st- things to dress up as
0: the the other, the other person. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean?
1: Um, I get I get the kind of costumes things. I get the kind of outfits. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and lingerie and all that kind of stuff. I'm definitely into that. Um, but it would just be more like my kind of costumes. All right, that's <laughs> hilarious. That makes me a narcissist.
0: <laughs> oh, that, like, you, I'm the only one who's dressing up. You're just you. Yeah. <laughs> you be you, and I'll be yeah. this amazing new character.
1: <laughs> I'm an exotic bird. So. No, you're right,
0: actually. Yeah, I, and I know, again, things might change on the road, but it's not something that I've ever, like, asked a, a male partner going to do is dress up. Mm hmm. Because I always I do feel like it is a more feminine thing, isn't it to like get a, go to like get a little outfit and stuff? I think it's it feels like a girly thing, but like it doesn't have to be, of course, like but it's that's, that's just uh yeah it's, you, your mind does initially jump to a woman dressing up yeah
1: but like I think and i I don't want to uh, It's there's loads of reasons why or and it might not be the same for lots of people, but I definitely think women are into the story or at least. I know I am like I love the story side of things. So like I think I definitely like read more things when I was younger that obviously got me into that kind of, oh, side of things.
0: Oh yeah, so it's kind of like a the story. Oh, I I totally see what you mean actually because yeah, I do like to focus on like yeah the story behind the the writing. You know.
1: Yeah, or just like make up a story in my head and kind of have mm-hmm. fun with it. Like I definitely I would definitely be into that. So I do get it, and I think that whether I don't know why women are. If women in general are more like that or if there's a particular reason or if it's just kind of like the structures of society of which it meant maybe we're, we're not as it's not as easy for us to like seek pleasure and stuff and maybe it's kind of more about finding out that narrative but yeah no i so get that so I heard that it was a
0: thing I've, i stuck with me with the first time i heard it so maybe it's more of a biological thing because mm-hmm. it was somebody saying that men are you know turned on by sight whereas women are turned on by words and uh so maybe that's just like you know, the words like story is is what you know gets us off more than more than just like looking at someone hot
1: yeah and then that's like because and then you've got the escalation of that which is well but then do you ever wonder is that because so when women women always have an element of fear right so if we just went with the hottest guy it would be like okay well he might kill me oh yeah
0: Oh, <laughs> so we yeah. need to
1: know we need to know that they're like nice or you know, that even if they're going to be good in bed, they're not going to kill me. So like, I always wonder if that's why we're into that, into the story side of things.
0: True, actually, because real life is scary. Like if you <laughs> if you want to have sex with a doctor, you're not actually going to try and have sex with your real life doctor because that's terrifying. Yeah. So that you're like, let's pretend with my boyfriend that he's a doctor.
1: And just in general, how we would process it. So like men would be like, there's a hot girl. I'm going to go home. And if she has sex with me great I'll just be grateful whereas women are like there's a hot guy I'm gonna go home with him he might kill me so it's like Mm. that's a hot guy but he also seems nice (laughs) so like the whole like having to like story is deeper than just the fantasy side and just you need to know you need to Mm -hmm. know a little bit more now that's not always the case everyone doesn't need to know everything and like there's plenty and I know some stuff is false like you think you feel safe and like one night stands and everything but like maybe we're kind of conditioned to just be like Find out that little bit more So that we can make ourselves a little bit safer And then that feeds into the idea of needing to know the narrative
0: That's really interesting, Terry a bit I don't know, of could uh, be a
1: speaking of absolute bollocks
0: <laughs> I like the Terry psychology it's No, because it does psychology. make you think <laughs> It is, it is Terry psychology Oh god Because I... <laughs> quote me on that um, No, yeah, no I, I, It's interesting I mean... Obviously, the genders are equal and gender is a fucking construct. But then there is biological differences between the way that our minds work based on yeah. our, you know, the way we're and made chemistry. up. So it, it's yeah. In, yeah, exactly it's interesting to to think about. I wonder if it's if it's something that you can prove. I'm sure the thing about sexuality is differs so greatly between person to person. And Isn't also there's like been fuck really
1: like the research into it is so basic. Like I listened to this amazing there's a really good podcast out at the moment about events. what's the conversion therapy?
0: Oh god, yeah. It's called what's the podcast called? Hold
1: on, just give me a second and I'm gonna actually hmm. say what this is right now. I always say I'm going to post it and then I never do. But it's actually worth listening to. Um it is called Sorry, sorry. Unerased. And it's by Un-arased.
0: the Unerased. Oh, okay, unerased.
1: Unerased, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, there's a film out with like Nicole Kidman's in it. And um, it's about conversion therapy, but they've done a podcast on it. And it's from the same guys that do Radio Lab, which is like my favorite oh, um, podcast. But it's really interesting because they're talking to a guy who's a behavior- behavioral therapist in the most recent episode. And he's talking about the fact that Initially, right up until kind of when he was in John Hopkins in like the 60s, um, or 70s even, it was, you know, they brought out the Kinsey Report and they talked about sexuality. But they also had a situation where people still believed Freud, and a huge amount of psychology was based on the fact that if you had a dream about like driving through going through a tunnel with a train, you want to have sex with your mother. Like that was, people were still very much on the Freud end mm-hmm. of the scale. And then they started looking at behavioural aspects of things and talking about the Kenzie scale. And they found out that, like, say, if men were one to five, um, there was there was something like 25% of them were very, um, very heterosexual and, say, 15% of them were homosexual. And then there was this massive spectrum in between. And that was the first time they kind of talked about that. But at the same time, they had all these people as behavioural scientists, people going to them saying, don't make me. Get, can you stop me being gay? Stop me being gay. And they tra- did this thing called, called aversion therapy, where they showed people getting tortured and all this horrific stuff. And then he was somebody who was a behavioural therapist, and he kind of was talked around by people who were also who were gay, saying, "We're not sick. This is a natural thing, right?" Mm-hmm. Now think about that in relation to role play and like how we work differently. If you're told. People were going to him, telling him, make me better because they thought they were sick because of the societal norms. Mm-hmm. But now that would just never. I know it's still a thing and conversion therapy should be illegal, but that's not a thing.
0: Yeah, it's not an accepted thing. Like I know so, it still, still happens in some places, but. Uh... So
1: it, it does. But it just makes me feel really like we know so little about sexuality and ha- what we do know has only like literally fucking been around for like 40 years. And it's still not really well thought out. You still have people denying like the core pillars of it, which are basically you can choose not to be gay, you know, as mm-hmm. opposed to we're all on a spectrum. So like, th- th- yeah, I just sorry that was such a fucking weird tangent.
0: No, but we but- will. I don't. Know what you mean like we will be discovering so much more about sexuality, like as research, you know, if people actually start being open as well to researchers, you know, maybe people didn't use to tell you know strangers about their sexual desires when they were being you know interviewed or census or whatever now maybe research will be able to be to develop at a faster rate because people are a bit more honest or open about their desires do you
1: think we are though because i question that i still think we're very puritanical
0: I'm, I'm definitely uh if you compare me to like my parents or yeah. you know my but maybe you know, maybe you and I. I don't know. I I'm open some things I keep to myself, especially because I am in a relationship, some things I don't want to be spreading because I don't have a problem with it, but I don't know if Aki would, you know that way? Yeah, so, exactly. Um, yeah, no. 100%. It's more of like a privacy thing. But then I'm only yeah, I'm not even thirty yet, so I might not even have a full grasp of you know, my my full sexuality yet. Do you know what I mean? Like That's I'm not a very good point. I'm not a full I'm not a fully formed human yet. So, like, in 10 years, I might be completely different.
1: Yeah, no, that's 100%. And I feel as though that's the kind of... Yeah, no, that's a... Because I do think... I I think that people are getting better, but I still think that we are very... um, Because you you were saying there about kind of rape fantasies and stuff, Mm -hmm. and I think the reality is that a huge amount of people have, maybe not specific rape fantasies, but they have looked at rough sex or they have looked at... Um, oh yeah completely BGMS. and like i feel as though a lot of them could be seen like unfortunately what we you know that that yeah. could be and i think that there's like this weird line where because we we should we should, i wish we were i wish everyone was more honest about kind of where what where their heads were at because i think if they were we'd have we'd be better at figuring out what consent consent is
0: because instead, yeah, instead yeah. of
1: being like oh I just didn't know it's like well just ask you know exactly and we, yeah. we kind of hide behind this awkwardness of sex which means we can't and like that's why things like BDMS I, I never get that fucking acronym
0: <laughs> different BDSM.
1: every single time I mean every single time BBSMDZ um, but like the reason I think they're so admirable is because they have really strong rules of consent a lot of them some people don't obviously but they do have rules of consent and how to do things, and I don't know. It would just be, I don't know if people are completely honest.
0: Yeah, because it is a thing with the rape fantasy. the The thing I read, it was not going to be the second opinion that I'll read to you now, actually, but because I'd heard it before on Savage Cast. So when I read it, I was like, Oh no, I've already, I've already heard that on uh, a different podcast, but it was. A guy who's like, a, he's a feminist and his girlfriend is a feminist and he wanted to do some rough, like to do rough sex, like kind of kind of rape fantasy, kind of, you know, but it would obviously be consensual. And um, when he told her that then she got really mad and said that he needed therapy and shit. Mm. And I think like there's like, if again, if people were honest about, but then again, I think he was probably honest with her this guy who was saying like i don't i i feel bad now because that's what i wanted to do but i'm a feminist and this is kind of conflicting with my you know what i believe in but like Um, sure
1: most women are in that situation where you know we're feminists, but we still exactly very turned on by things that aren't seen as feminist because but that's why i think that sexuality um shouldn't be looked at it's sexuality and like fantasy especially um when you're partaking in that it's not like he's going to walk down the road smacking people you know it's like exactly. it's a different it's a different thing now obviously it's it's still real world and if you don't approach it with the right care and respect um but yeah i i would hate to be if the roles were reversed i would hate to be shamed she doesn't need to do it but being told you need to go to therapy is hard
0: exactly because yeah of course if you if you don't want to do what your partner wants to do you can just say no and move on mm-hmm. but yeah it's the shame then associated with it it's just that's uh, i shouldn't be a part of because if it is a consensual thing then you should be able to say whatever you want and then your partner can kind of back down ideas if they don't like them Mm-hmm. But I don't think, because um, that's what people I think would feel shame for. It's like, well, I can't, I can't bring this thing up. or like I have this idea, I have this fantasy, but I don't want to say it in case they think I'm horrible or weird or it changes the way they think about me. So mm-hmm. people don't tell their partners what they want, and then yeah, they go would... oh, through life unsatisfied.
1: And then we all like people end up like watching weird fucking mad porn or doing very strange things, and then their partners are like, "How buddy?" Or yeah, exactly. Could she, you know.
0: Yeah exactly how do they do that without well, telling me Well, like they're too scared to tell you
1: Yeah but, the, but that's Like I suppose if she's not into it I, I mm-hmm. so understand that as well but I do want to have sympathy for her Because she would be like how could you be attracted to that
0: yeah, And then exactly, equally yeah. people
1: could be like How could you not
0: So see it's so hard just when you're trying to Explain to someone what, how something can be funny Or not it's like you can't explain to someone Why you like something you know Yeah. But it's something and- so like intrinsic in you Like it's a feeling
1: and there is like, there is other things that I, like, you know, that maybe, maybe we shouldn't find that kind of thing attractive. And maybe there is like a reason and it's got to do with like patriarchy and structures and all that kind of stuff. But I think the place where we get to fuck around and not have the guilt of shit on our shoulders is in the bedroom <laughs>
0: totally it, or right, anywhere yeah. in the house.
1: <laughs> but like, if you do it with with the right person and you're both open and honest you just shouldn't have to take the weight of that in your shoulders you shouldn't have to be like i'm wrong because i feel like there is so much more negative things in the world when people think about sexual desire and be like it's wrong it's sick than if Mm -hmm. they don't you know like it's just that's if more people were just like we're all kind of a bit weird and strange i think we'd be in better a better situation
0: exactly yeah because i mean same with everything it's just bad to bottle things up so like yeah it's it's so I feel like if you're doing something consensual and that you both are up for, like I don't think how I don't know how that could be shameful if if you know if everybody's doing it for fun. Um, yeah.
1: Can I? It's, it's um, can I hard. Sorry, I didn't. To, there was a little bit of a lag there. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry.
0: Cut me off. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> just going to say I, I
1: just sorry sorry I started laughing because I found this uh, buzzfeed buzzfeed I didn't find it it's just buzzfeed uh, but it's role play confessions and can I read out some of the Ooh, funny ones please. to you <laughs> yes, okay, please yes so, please do I know it's weird but I've always had a fantasy of having a sexual role play with a dentist's chair so with the chair or with, with the dentist with the chair
0: not oh, in God. the chair yes. with the chair this is the this is the tea I wanted <laughs> continue um
1: after i told my boyfriend i was into dragons we started role playing the sex has never been better <laughs> oh I that's pretend... fun who's a dragon though yeah <laughs> i know this is what i want to know and like would it not just be the biggest
0: dick you've ever seen like, you're like yeah. you can get them dick extenders that look like dragon penises Hold on, I don't know. i'm gonna google for myself oh and dragon they've got those penis. ones that
1: you can lay eggs in yourself
0: Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Actually, yeah. I think I talked to you about this before <laughs> <laughs> about the egg, the egg laying thing. <gasps> okay, I'm just oh. wanna, I'm gonna text you a picture right now as you fin- continue reading this, <laughs> as you continue reading this out.
1: I pretend to be a unicorn during sex, and these are memes. So there's an incredible, like the, the most sexy two unif- unicorns you've ever seen is in the background, and they're standing on an asteroid with the moon in the background.
0: Um, is it a is it a
1: drawing or? A no, it's like a. Don't worry, we'll post some of these. It's like just this beautiful, like 70s, like kind of painting. It's amazing. Oh, gorgeous. Um, this is something I really love because we have an ongoing joke that he's a vampire and I'm a wolf. We got drunk and that joke turned into some re- role play. Damn, that was good. Like, that's just so two opposite ends. Like, not a werewolf, like just a wolf.
0: Just like a an animal wolf. And well, that's actually wolf. one thing I kept reading about was. um loads of people into animal role playing like dressing up as animals cats and dogs um i think puppy plays like really big in the gay community so like one person's a puppy and the other person's the owner
1: really yeah i, I heard mean, i heard about you silly you look play. like a human
0: though hmm? i heard about the pony play so oh, puppy play pony. what's i presume ponies the same as puppy but they yeah. can sit on their back yeah. <laughs> yeah and they wear like bridles and stuff no oh wait are they the people who use those um anal plugs that have like a tail coming out of them i've seen them before <laughs> i
1: would say Perfect. they were probably the main users of that
0: it's yeah like, my wife and i play
1: madman in the bedroom bedroom but she's don draper I like oh that. Yeah. i like that <laughs> i also this. sometimes i role play getting in trouble with different teachers from hogwarts <laughs> Aww. Um, oh, I like different <laughs> teachers. And um, my boyfriend and I once role played as characters from Pokemon during sex. Um, I was many different Pokemon. Oh. And
0: then,
1: yeah, and then I don't like,
0: know why, but I think that the Pokemon are children. I know they're, <laughs> I, I know they're uh, a- yeah. animals, but
1: um, I often uh, pretend I'm a gingerbread man during sex. I thought that was one of the weirder ones. That can That has to be made up
0: surely I mean, that has to be made
1: up yeah well it's here it's here so i like it's on buzzfeed like i mean kathy it's, <laughs> it's, the, it's right the, come on right. i mean come on <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. gingerbread oh man like, like, who is the person is your boyfriend the baker
1: but also would you not like brace that you just have no mobility and you're just like <laughs> going back and forth barely yeah.
0: Yeah, um, I like that one fascinates me
1: <laughs> I like to have sex during, the, during a thunderstorm And pretend we're conceiving the Antichrist
0: The best one Fucking <laughs> <laughs> spot the emos, I love it I love that <laughs> So good So yeah, the so they were,
1: they were some of the better ones And they were all put up on wh- whisper So obviously they're nomin- anonymous Anonymous
0: um, That's anonymous. not how you say that
1: word Anonymous But um, still entertaining nonetheless
0: that's brilliant. Oh, that app whisper is brilliant for that kind of stuff. Gold. Yeah. Gold, gold. Now, my love, do you have
1: a second opinion?
0: I do. Hold on, just check your phone there. Did you get the text I sent you? Oh. Dragon Penis oh. Darkness. Did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> it is looking like an arm. <laughs> Oh my god. I'll put this up in the Instagram stories, ladies, because I feel like it'll probably get taken down if I put it on the main Instagram. Or actually, just, just Google dragon penis. It's the first picture that comes up. It's okay. so aggressive. Someone designed that. Like, someone did a design degree and made that.
1: It's
0: strangely beautiful. Yeah, I like the ridges. Like, yeah. It does look like a, a dragon.
1: The head is terrifying. Mm, it's too pointy. It's too, way too pointy. Oh my god,
0: terrifying! I can't stop okay. staring at it though. Okay, yeah, I know. I've been looking down. at it since you sent it to me. <laughs> Great for a podcast. God, my um, t- this is what happens when the purge happens and everyone's internet history goes public. Like I'm fucked with all this podcast. My, it's fine. my algorithm. You see, this is, is off. the
1: whole reason we have this podcast, so we can say it was the podcast fault. Good point. Though it'll be funny when they go and it's like <laughs> red tube, red jupe, red jupe.
0: It <laughs> was the podcast. Podcast made me look at that. It's like loads of like Pokemon hentai. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's such a night. I know what I'm doing. Woo <laughs> Oh, Did you see the new Pikachu? The he's in a new film and he's a detective. And he looks <coughs> I, very cute and fluffy.
1: I did, so like I don't feel I I hate admitting this. Because I think I might be alienating a lot of people, but I was not that big a fan of Pokemon.
0: Oh, neither. No, I never played it or <coughs> or watched it. I never watched the show either growing up. No, but I just had a I just uh, had a one teddy bear of one of of Eevee, one of the characters, and that's the only thing I ever cared about to do a Pokemon. that I had this one stuffed toy, but like I never, I just never played. I never got into it.
1: No, and I feel like it wasn't. It was really weird. I feel like if you played the video
0: game, you got mad into it. Yeah, that's what we had. I never had a Game Boy. No, oh. I was a, I was a, a very sad child. No, <laughs> I didn't want one. Um, but I, think, I, didn't want I don't know one. if my sister had one. No, I don't think my sister had one. She had a Nintendo DS, though.
1: Yeah, what a bitch. No, my and I'm that talking. had
0: the puppy game on it. Nintendo Dogs. We only play very cute games. We just, it's like a game where you just take care of a dog. <laughs> You like stroke it on the game. You
1: puppy play.
0: (laughs) Oh shit, Sean, I'm onto you. (laughs) (laughs) I want you.
1: Stop trying to push this onto your sister. It's gonna be the podcast (laughs) fault. It's your sister's fault. You need to take some ownership. Uh, I'm so sorry, I'm
0: I'm not a puppy. (laughs) For the record, everybody. I have a a
1: photograph that would state differently. Oh shit, you sent me only last week.
0: Oh my God, that is bad timing that I Stop sent you photograph. trying like... to get me to do puppy play with you. I will not. <laughs> I, did, I sent Pateri a selfie of me the, <laughs> the other day and I looked a lot like a puppy because I had a nose pore strip on. So it looked like I had a black nose. And then I was, I plopped my hair and the two sleeves of a top were hanging down like two ears. I mean, convincing. <laughs> also, I,
1: I so. just realized you were wearing a pore strip. I thought you just put tape on your nose. I was like, that is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that you're just like completing the
0: costume (laughs) oh it was this unintentional puppy puppy play yeah Um, anyway time for second opinion second
1: opinion opinion?
0: this is from into magazine uh the advice columnist is jp brammer and I think he must go by the name Poppy because the person addresses him. Hola, Poppy. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> I just like saying that. Yeah. Um, Hola, Poppy. I'm a youngish gay dude living in a new city trying out the dating game. I was getting hot and heavy with this cute dude and he asked me to role play. I'm a white dude and he's a Middle Eastern dude. This guy says the word dude so many times. <laughs> and he wanted me to play the role of a TSA agent. And I guess he would just be himself. <laughs> i said no and we had a fine evening but it just has me thinking and i thought i'd ask i know kinks can have or i know kinks can be all about power dynamics but i don't want to be a part of a kink where my privilege as a white dude is part of the narrative that includes institutional racism that last sentence is exhausting i know but i really want some insight am i being supremely uncool i just don't want to shame anyone's kinks but i also want to be respectful and that there's a lot i don't know because of my own privilege am i overthinking this? Like, he just doesn't want to be racist while he's role-playing. Which I, I mean, that's a tough situation to be in, I think.
1: I think that is definitely really tough. I, I think that might be, considering that they're relatively new, I think that's hard. Um, mm. I get that. Like, can you imagine being, like, be a dickhead to me? <laughs> but yeah. But, like, actually be a dickhead to me and then feeling like, am I, do I do, no. I, I find, the big thing is, regardless of whether you're what when you're role-playing it has to turn you both on like you can give things a shot but if you're like straight away like oh i don't know then like no
0: yeah i don't like i that's what it is and like even though you know that so this guy obviously has kink for this and he's like into it and maybe that would maybe in the moment he would get into it but just the thought of like oh i have to like what's like what does the tsa agents do like they're like racially profiling people.
1: Like, maybe they wouldn't Um And maybe Like But he wouldn't have asked Asked him to, Well I don't, I don't know I, I can just I understand why he'd
0: feel weird about Exactly It, it was don't a I mean? hardest It was a hard one And I I found another one Another question like this That someone else had written in Where she was Jewish And her fella Is uh, German And she wanted to do A fucking Nazi role play And she was like <laughs> I'm too scared to ask him And Dan Savage was like Yeah don't ask him That's don't like, don't put them in that position. <laughs>
1: Sorry, well, like, is that slightly different because at least it's like a hundred years later, or not a hundred years later, seventy years later? I still think it's fucked. But yeah,
0: but yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it, it's not like a current thing that like the see in both and in both instances, it's the see, it's the the girl who was Jewish. She wanted to do the role play, not the German guy.
1: Yeah, and I, I get that because, like, you know, they're all fine. And I think it's different. If she's going out with your man, she could probably say that to him. Um, mm. And I, I don't know. I think she could say it to him. She could just be like, you know, I liked their uniforms. They did have great uniforms, even though they're the worst people. It was yeah, <laughs> the worst people of all time. Um, but, like, maybe... There has been like weird representation of Nazis in that's true, you like, know, and,
0: actors playing Nazis and yeah, films and stuff. Yeah, and like stuff. it's yeah. it's
1: completely wrong. It's completely taboo. But like if she was in a trusting relationship and she wanted to say that, whereas this guy was only seeing the other guy, and it brought a TSA agent, and he maybe didn't know the other guy well enough to know where his boundaries are. So that's he would so have felt true. taking part in that role play might be stamping all over them. Like I think that that's a really different kind of.
0: Yeah, I think actually the trust—that's such a good point. Yeah, so the trust of knowing someone and their boundaries maybe would make this kind of thing a lot easier. But when you're just starting to date someone, it's it's kind of a it's a big ask, isn't it? Like especially when this guy's trying to be like nice and he's trying to be supportive, but also like doesn't want to be racist and shit. (laughs) Like,
1: well, it's just you like maybe you have like that's why probably these weird tropes are really you know well trodden roads like. Teacher at school, la 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 la, because there is a certain narrative to them and script. And if, Mm -hmm. like, you're asking him to do something that he doesn't understand and he isn't aware of, then you would end up standing all over people's boundaries or doing something or messing it up. And then you'd feel really guilty. So, like, I don't know, I can get that. I wouldn't risk it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't. But see, the great thing about this, and when the guy wrote in, I like how he said, I said no, and we had a great night anyway.
1: Yeah
0: exactly So like they just Didn't do it
1: Yeah Which is
0: great That's yeah The option that you don't You don't have to feel Pressured to do something Just because one of you Want to do it But uh Yeah The the guy who gave the advice Back he gave a very A very long answer That I'm not going to read out All of it But he does say that Our desires don't exist In a vacuum And nothing exists In a vacuum Racism can keep certain people from our bedrooms to begin with And it can also manifest there With the people we do get physically physically intimate with And he said the power dynamics Can't be separated from that What exists beyond this bedroom And I don't know it, it was a very philosophical answer But basically he said All of that is a rather highbrow way of saying Go ahead and perform a cavity search next time And keep it moving officer Yeah, <laughs> I that was a cute little answer <laughs> Keep it moving officer um, But yeah like I think I'm totally on the same page as you on that, where it is, um, it's maybe best to avoid those things when you don't know someone very well, because you don't want to also, you don't want to offend anybody or, or do it like, yeah, go too far when you don't know someone.
1: If you're, that's, I suppose that's it as well because of our personalities. Like if you met in a club where that was maybe the narrative or you had talked about it previously and that was kind of your thing, then mm. that's fair enough, you know, to bring it up straight out of the bat like I oh like yeah true. yeah if you met in the maybe kink you, club or something yeah like maybe you need to maybe that's a part of like your kink and you need to kind of you know it's almost like by getting it off the bat straight away he's almost made things easier and it's like okay well these are the kind of things i'm interested in and i guarantee that that guy is going to say a week later like oh well, why are you into that and like how mm-hmm. would that look and how would that work and they'll end up like w- talking themselves into it but once they've they kind of know where it is
0: true actually that's a good tip for anybody getting into um wanting to get into role-playing or trying it for the first time I think discussing everything that you want to do before you do anything is definitely like yeah it has to be done but also because I feel like discussing all that stuff is kind of part of foreplay almost it's like most of the fun is like planning it and thinking of things together Mm -hmm. so like maybe this this guy was trying to do right and initiate a conversation but didn't work out for him that time who knows I'd love to see a follow-up and see if they're still together
1: yeah or you know the other side of that as well which is I personally probably didn't talk through everything before I've done stuff but used things that are simple to start off with like strangers or okay yeah 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 like things that are kind of like unscripted unscripted and it's just you being yourself but maybe there's a slightly different part to it you know there's mm-hmm. one different element and then as you go further down the line then you can push it in
0: different directions that's that's a very good point yeah and they starting off don't go like yeah going straight from you know mini- a missionary vanilla to like okay i'm going to be you know your prison guard and you're going to be in solitary confinement
1: yeah, or even just the Nazi thing, like that's the Nazi so thing. Hard. Yeah,
0: like we're very.
1: I'm a Nazi. It's like,
0: oh, <laughs> we went that's... straight straight to Nazi. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that is hard. Which one would you um be more? Which one would you find harder to to match to navigate if Tony turned around and said he wanted to be Nazi or he wanted to be uh, a human furniture? <laughs> 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 um. Oh my God, I'm going to I'm gonna have to
1: say human furniture. I think
0: that would be harder.
1: Do you not think that would be harder? You
0: need more props. Like at least a
1: Nazi as a person.
0: Yeah, yeah, got, exactly. I can't like,
1: believe I'm saying this. <laughs> Please, nobody take this in
0: context. Fucking front page of Daily Mail tomorrow. At Na- least Nazis are people. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, human furniture is hard. I'm sorry I for think... dropping that on you, but.
1: Furniture could be good if it was like a chair. But, like, I, my thing is, if you pushed it into anything else, like if you were a lamp or if you're like yeah. and something that's more inanimate that you're
0: not like sitting on,
1: I think it would just be so hard.
0: Yeah, like, one of the things that they say people dress up as for human furniture is uh, cupboards. And I was like, I don't understand because cupboards have drawers and stuff in them. Like, <laughs> I just. <laughs> I just love
1: the idea
0: of being like yeah you
1: put your teaspoons in there yeah put your teaspoons in
0: there like what's the what's the that's the role play if anybody is a human furniture person please write to us and illuminate because like once surely once you're dressed up or like tied up I mean then then you can't do that and you're just furniture you can't does a person literally just like finish their cup of tea on your back
1: yeah See, I suppose I just I don't have the patience, and I I get that there's like control based things, so mm-hmm. it's like the same with very submissive or people being tied for and left for long periods of time and stuff. Like I get that it's like just that whole uh, c- complete submission, but like it's just so fucking. Just don't have the patience.
0: Oh my god! Sorry, I should have done this earlier. What? I'm just googling human furniture. <laughs> Oh my god Some of these are great Okay These are actually This when you look at it It's more like Art Right Okay Literally just looks like art There's one that's all People as shelves Which is really cool And they have books On their naked bodies But hold but like on. It's kind like of Gymnastic
1: some, I bet most of these Are not actual Humor furniture kink things They're actually just
0: Photographic
1: nah. projects You're just It's like art
0: a, Yeah <laughs> actually It probably like, is just yeah. art I'm just looking at art Right now Yeah, Actually this is just a table Okay <laughs> that's just a table that looks like a human leg oh, that was disappointing I thought that was like oh, that's pretty cool no these aren't sexy and um,
1: this no I, I, I could not I, yeah definitely I think that would be the weirder things I think anything that can move so like even fucking dragons unicorns all that kind of shit because it's like fantastical I could kind of understand because you can give them characters um, what would you say is the hardest oh shit okay let me think of a really hard one
0: Oh, you, p- you picked two hard ones. <laughs> yeah, I know. I picked the two hardest ones because, yeah, I think Nazi would be easier to be out of those two, just because again, like it's a person. I just like mm. as me, as a noob, you know, going in. Yeah, I would find it much harder to uh, to kind of take on the character, role of a a desk. But, <laughs> hmm, do you know what people? Do <laughs> very obvious one that people do all the time is like stripping. Yeah, I find that hard because I just, I just don't like like performing in front of somebody like that
1: what you're such a good dancer you so could i could so see you getting into that i'm sorry <laughs> that <was laughs> have you wrong. thought about
0: it before terry or um no i think i think that would just be because like it's like oh i have to like do a routine whereas i think they can like add a lot more if you were like a nazi <laughs> yeah, absolutely. the two they're the two they're the only two fetishes <laughs> <laughs> stripper or Nazi. Um gender play. That would be no, I think actually yeah, incest one would be the hardest for me actually. No, scrap all those. Yeah. That would just be hard. Just because for me I don't find it a thing my mind doesn't go there. But no no uh, no hate guys and girls. Yeah.
1: But like for me I think if it was like oh once they're two if it's two people I don't think it's as hard as if it's anything else. -hmm. You know, but yeah, it's funny. Like it's, it's never. Um, at least for me, it's never the kind of like really. Like as soon as you kind of get into the fantasy or into the role play, it's kind of like, it just builds its own head esteem. But I just don't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't see it. Like I know people live in this complete world where it is a complete role play. And I actually kind of respect that kind of thing. Cause like, that's a really imaginative place to be, where it's like, oh, yeah. this is our complete role play. We're going to step into this other world. Like, I think there's something really cool about that. It kind of means yeah. the, the options are endless.
0: Exactly, yeah. You can't really get bored if when when you can actually be creative and, and use your imagination.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's like, what and, it is, kids.
0: Use your imagination, be Use creative. your imagination. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that was a fun one. I really enjoyed that.
0: That was fun. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I kind of didn't know what uh, we'd end up talking about. Obviously, we talked about uh, jewellery for a while, but mm-hmm. oh, ovulation oh. update. Oh, if ovulation interested. update. Ovulation update. Um, grand. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh I've just I'm just really spotty still. But no, I've actually been grand and I just um had my period there. So it's like my second no, third since I gave up the pill. And uh back to normal. Um little uh little four dayer. It's good. And how'd it go?
1: Is it sore? Are we okay?
0: No, grand. I initially just the cramps on the first day. This is all very new to me. Um but it's uh it's but I'm kinda like I'm just glad that it's kinda back to normal, like like yeah. at least it's uh, it's happening. Um yeah but yeah that's the old spots thing is the most annoying and that's what everyone told me about as well everyone warned me that spots was going to be the annoying thing it's just like my it's my my uh, neck and jaw oh just and like, it's so you know, hormonal
1: spotting. like that's where you get your hormonal spots as well like it's so frustrating
0: yeah and something really it can i don't know can you do anything you're the skincare expert like to prevent it like <laughs> it's a hormonal spot you can't really prevent it can you
1: well you could like you can do things to kind of even out your hormones like there is certain things you can eat so there is things you can do nutrition wise.
0: Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah, I look up nutrition um, stuff then that would there's an away. amazing
1: nutritionist actually that Amelia put me on to that I'm just gonna see if I can get her name real quick. Um uh, Orla Walsh I think is her name. She's okay. an Irish nutritionist and she actually answers questions. So if you send her a question be like oh I'm getting spots after the pill is there anything I can eat? Yeah Orla Wash nutri- Orla Walsh Orla Walsh nutrition. Um, amazing
0: i'll write that down Ooh, that'd be good yeah
1: you could actually ask her that on instagram no way and she she like she does tend to answer actual questions
0: wow that's so sound oh my god i thought you'd have to pay her for well i mean if she sends me a prescription or something like obviously no no no,
1: just you kind of you stick it up and sometimes she gets them and sometimes she doesn't but she's really good and um because like i do and the other thing is just um I don't like, yeah, it must, it, I say the only thing you can do is kind of food, but then also letting it normalize.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's only been a few months.
1: Yeah, which is a big thing. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I feel as though I, I don't know. I have still, I'm still, I found it really interesting when she was bringing up the whole of kind of like eating or specific moods at specific times of the month. And it was actually off what we talked about, birth control. I started looking into that. And I find that very interesting. Like certain foods, certain times, and um, I'd love to find out a lot more about
0: that. That's really interesting, and um, actually it makes loads of sense because your body does metabolize things differently as your hormones change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really interesting. I never even thought about that. Now that I actually have a fucking cycle, like, mm-hmm. to um, I probably should be eat. I should, probably should eat differently as well. Although I've been eating great. Aki's been in the kitchen lots recently. He's made oh, a lot really? of cinnamon rolls. He made Ugh. chili tonight yeah oh god very good he's such a good cook yeah exactly he's a really good cook so it's like when he's uh when he makes a bit like he made a pot of chili down that'll do me for the week because he's gone away uh-huh. <laughs> i'm so well taken care of
1: <laughs> caring for your kathy yeah terms and conditions
0: where is he going uh he's going to um uh talk in antwerp it's like in like kind of like offset Ah, cool. like it's for the weekend so i think loads of the irish boys are going over as well some ncd lads Um. Graph, kind of like a graphic design conference thing. Cool. So uh I probably should go, but I also wanna stay at home. So Fuck that. You're
1: all powerful. You don't have to do anything.
0: Exactly. I don't need people telling me I do my job better.
1: Fuck off.
0: <laughs> I'm already adequate enough.
1: Adequate. <laughs> I love that. Like you couldn't even be like I'm already fantastic. You're like I'm adequate
0: <laughs> Gets the job done in time. That's all that matters. Uh,
1: <laughs> You're terrible at even like trash on like bigging yourself up. You <laughs> like I'm adequate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like I'm amazing. I'm adequate. I'm absolutely adequate. It's, uh, it's the Irish
0: jeans. Yeah. Um I we should probably say goodbye. We said we'd finish yeah. 20, a while Well I'm ago.
1: aware you weren't well. Um, yeah, okay, I've been sick. Aware lots, this is like we are an hour ahead, so I feel like you should be getting an early night and plus I just really enjoyed this one. It was like a short, sweet just nice, fun one, and there wasn't yeah. that much history to it. I'm sure there's fuck loads of history I've missed, <laughs> but like, <laughs> it just didn't seem that relevant. Nope,
0: you know? nope. There's no history. No history. <laughs> leave <it>. Nothing. Nothing <laughs> to that to that effect. Um, I wanted to leave us with the quote about role playing, obviously, but um, hard to find. <laughs> of course, role playing. So I'm taking a quote from one of the greatest role players of all time, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Um, talk about acting, which we can. So, if you want to get into role playing, you know, this can be part, part of your method, perhaps. Mm. Meryl Streep says that acting is not about being someone different, it's finding the similarity in what is apparently different, then finding myself in there.
1: Wow. that's cool you go.
0: Oh, no. And you're being a Nazi later on tonight, Terry. <laughs> Find the similarity. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Damn it, so much
1: naziness. <laughs>